0: Joe Tacopina <laughs> on any given night he could be having dinner in Los Angeles with ASAP Rocky, which he did last week. Could be hanging out in the best seats at Madison Square Garden for his beloved New York Rangers, which he does forty times a year. Or he could be in a courtroom defending anybody from a destitute person to President Trump. Oh my kid, a destitute person couldn't pay Tacopina in a million years. Here he is, the best defense attorney in the world and my dear friend of forty seven years. The rugged and handsome Joseph Tacopino. Good morning, Joseph. Wait a minute. I represented you? Good point that I was worse than destitute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. Let me tell you. Three times. It, was always, it has been an honor to represent you, brother. You know that. So, it's, a, it's our thing. <laughs> Listen, a couple things. First of all, the sports part of your show is the most fun part. Look, you're you hit all the topics in the most serious topics. The sports part, you know, there's some spice of life is variety sometimes. And it's great because that's where you come from a sports background. And most of your listeners, who I know a lot, I know that base, they're, they're sports guys too. Of course. I mean, we're all serious. We all have, we, we put it in priority order, obviously. But sports is, is a fun part of our, our life. And it's sort of our release. When this world is so upside down, you know, watching the Rangers and doing something else is, is what helps. No, listen, this, through, this, helps me get to anyway. It's the, my medicine. No,
0: me too. And, and look, it'd be mean, one thing, if, 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 like you said, if I wasn't tackling the major topics, but I've got six or seven guests a day and two or three rants that discuss everything from the migrant crisis and Adams and Hochul to what's going on in Israel to Trump to Biden. These guys come on the show. So it's not as if you're yeah, not getting enough I gotta, of that.
1: I'm going to piss off your Instagram guy now, but I got to go into sports one more time said, what are you kidding? Jerseys are – I wear my, I still wear – I have an Ed Craneful jersey, by the way. No. I can't believe he's coming on the show. I have a number seven old retro New York Mets yes. jersey, yeah. okay? Yeah. I wear my Trouba jersey all the time. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy it. I don't think I'm going to play. I don't think the Rangers are going to call me down, although I could help them probably get a little tougher. But, yeah. you know, I, 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 it's not about that. It's about enjoying it. And I remember you and I used to do it all the time on I show. I'd go in there, and he'd mock, mock us. He was right. I'd go in there supposed jersey. He was right. Wow, what are you doing, They're going to call you to play? As he's talking to me in his cowboy boots and Bronco hat on 6th Avenue. <laughs> okay. I said to him, what, what are you going to catch a Bronco on 6th Avenue? <laughs> what do you have a cowboy hat on? Right? I mean, so uh, so." Well, whatever, but, well, hold on, you but, feel but, but
0: two wrongs don't make a right. Just because I'm a like a member of the village people doesn't mean that adults like you and I should be wearing Jacob Trouba jerseys in public.
1: What's wrong with that? It's a fashion statement. The Rangers are beautiful, by the way. They but are. Who cares,
0: man? Yeah. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. That's it. I think you're right, and that's why uh, Ed Crapool is coming up next. Bill Sims is coming on Monday. <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, but on a serious note, you um, while well, you're not going to Ranger games, and you're a big NFL fan as well and a diehard Met fan, like you just said. I know you love Eddie Cranpool. Um, you've been uh, in that courtroom alongside Donald Trump a couple of times. One of the greatest photos I've ever seen was early in that Alvin Bragg, uh, Bragg trial, you sitting there with Trump. Now, Trump was in court yesterday. He kind of got unhinged. I don't blame him. That judge... Is a disgrace. Now he said today, Trump, that he will be in court for the defamation suit with uh, E. Jean Carroll. You won that case for him. In fact, he said today, even with Iowa starting Monday, he plans on being in court for all of his cases. Two questions. A, can he physically do that? And B, would you recommend that as one of his, if not his best attorney? So could he physically
1: do it? I don't know. He's like an extraterrestrial when it comes to this stuff. So you know, it's 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 not like he's working out every day and like that. But yet he has the energy to go from one state to another state, one controversy to another, and he apparently is is fine. He he gets through it and he does it. So could he physically do it? He could probably physically do it. I don't think most people could. And I just I worry that's going to take away from his. His campaigning message, I do. Uh, but, but as you see yesterday, he will use whatever whatever platform he happens to be in that day as a, you know a, a, a bully pulpit to to campaign, um, as he did yesterday. So, you know, I don't. But, but here's the problem with next week's trial. Next week's trial is not in front of Judge Engros, okay? Some civil court judge in Manhattan who's sort of meek and really. Not. Next week's trial is in front of a, a very senior very respected but very tough federal judge, Judge Kaplan.
0: Which, by the way, and uh, and it's fair to say that Judge Kaplan hates Donald Trump with all the vigor that Judge Engeron hates him with. I I think that's more than fair
1: to say (laughs) based on my experience, yes. Uh, I think that's very fair to say. Um, And and so here's the thing. The stuff that happens in Judge Engeron's courtroom where speeches are made things, that can never happen in Southern District Federal Court in front of Judge Kaplan. Gotcha. And I, I, I just hope that, you know, the lawyers in that case are making sure he understands Well, that can that I ask you something? A B- very, big, but hold on. Very different
0: the, ending. Well, you said the lawyers in that case. You did an unbelievable job. I don't care what the liberals talk about. He, he was charged with that. The, the number two on the list. That's what they do. When they can't get what they really want, there's literally a list of offenses. They went to number two, so they screwed Trump. You got him off the rape charge. That's all that mattered that day. You won. Which was what they were playing for. Right.
1: The whole, they said rape 48
0: times right.
1: in the testimony of the complainant. You won. That's all they wanted, because branding someone a rapist is different than branding someone something that they've already called them 100 times already.
0: Right. So, 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 so my question is, I, I know you're not I know you're not an appellate lawyer, but why wouldn't you be a part of this process when you did so well the first time around? I was never in the defamation
1: case. It's a different case, Sid. Um it's it's just the words, um it's just I was never in it. And you know, it, it was just a decision that I made. Um and, you know, so he's got got a lawyer there that's going to be trying this case and uh but it's a different type of case. You know, he's precluded. If you read the judge's recent word, he's precluded basically from arguing I didn't do it, um I don't know her. She's it's just about the the statement being defamatory or not. It's that simple and how much how much. So it's it's a, it's an anticlimactic sort of case. It's not going to be a case where, you know, this is a do-over so to speak. Well, um, that's a question you're, though. You're is,
0: this, is this is this the, the fact Is it the fame coming from way back when, or is she claiming he made those defamatory comments after your trial was done, and he went on CNN, and he said some things about it? Where where, where is the the origin? This is before. This is before.
1: Got it. um, This is the, the comments before. Um that was the first case that was brought. The first case was a defamation case. And there was no other case because this this happened what, twenty seven or twenty-eight years ago. No one seems to know, twenty-nine years ago. It was some unknown date and some unknown year, right? So there was a statute of limitations problem until Kathy Hochul, in her in her Solomonic wisdom decided, Hey, <laughs> let's open up the floodgate for one year, which this was done for this case, by the way. I'm I'm certain about that. This was that that she put that in place for this case to go after Trump and, and They opened up that Victim Survivors Act, which basically opened the floodgates for everyone to get sued from 100 years ago, uh, 50 years ago, 70 years ago, when no one's ever complained before. And all of a sudden, 50 years ago, he did something to me. And how do you defend that? There's a reason there are statute of limitations in place in this country, because you have to bring charges in a timely fashion that enables someone to defend those charges. How do you defend a charge from 40 years ago? Without knowing where it was, how it was, what witnesses are alive still, if there's any. I mean, it it makes it difficult. That's why the statute of limitations is important. And if that law was a real law, it wouldn't have been a one-year thing because it's over now. You can't do that anymore. So if this were today, Carol couldn't have brought the, the physical case. She could have only brought a defamation. Got it. Info at com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.
0: So this poor bastard, Trump, you know, I love him, and I know you love him too. You represent him. He walks into the, the courtroom with Kaplan. He knows, you know, Kaplan hates him. He walks into the courtroom, and Garon hates him. And then he's in court a couple days ago. I don't know if he was here or not, actually. It was the immunity uh, hearing. And uh, this Judge Pan, who I've never heard of, you know, comes out. With this ridiculous hypothetical, here Donald Trump is saying, I was president. I should have immunity. And she goes to the lens of, well, what if you assassinated somebody, which, by the way, the left tries to assassinate Trump every day. That's what they're doing. They're weaponizing the justice system. But she has to go all the way to that extreme. Why didn't Trump's attorney say, nothing? you going to criticize another attorney, especially a Trump attorney, but why didn't Trump's attorney say that they... Why are you going to that extreme? That's ridiculous.
1: Well, because that's what appellate courts do, Sid. Appellate arguments, I've done plenty of them. I'm not an appellate lawyer, but I've been before the appellate courts, both as a prosecutor and as a defense attorney. And what they do is it's an intellectual exercise there where they, they basically stretch the, the the hypothetical facts so far, but, it, you know, it's a question of law. And actually, that, Sid, I know what you're saying. It's ridiculous, but it's actually not a bad question for the issue that was at hand, which is if you're president – are you immunized for any crimes you may or may not commit? And so she took it to the most extreme. And Trump's lawyer said, "Qualified, yes, that he could not, not him, but the president could assassinate a political opponent." Um, qualified, yes. Or whatever the qualification was. So, but but you know, it's it's that's what appellate courts are about. These intellectual sort of, you know, stimulating questions that aren't based on reality or fact. Um, look. Who knows? And yes, by the way, President Trump was there for that argument. And, yeah, he was. And, you know, he wanted to see, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, there's so many balls up in the air. This Colorado thing, which, which is. The stupidest thing of, of them all. Well, that's not going to make it more stupid than the, the Supreme it, Court's you know? going.
0: The Supreme Court's going to uh, rule of in course. his favor. They
1: have to. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. We, we let we let individual states decide who could be on their ballot for president. let the people decide. <laughs> I mean, it's not people's
0: choice. And what about this Georgia thing this week? Because talking to smart people like you and the judge and others all these months, there's a lot of people. Artie for example, what really thought that Trump would go to jail for the Georgia stuff, but. Now you got a story this week where Fannie Willis, the Fulton County D.A., may have very well have been having sex, and not just sex, but money, taxpayer money paying for vacations and clothing with a special prosecutor. If any of this is true, is that not lights out for this case? Uh, I, I, You know, I don't
1: think so. I don't think it's lights out because, look, there is clearly, I don't think it's, alleged to have sex. I think that's pretty much a fait accompli. I think that's been admitted. It's
0: kind of like a Marsha um, Clark and Chris Darden after OJ. <laughs> yeah,
1: i mean, been all that. I, I think it was even way past that, because I think was just a, an acknowledgement that this happened. But what's crazy about it, what's really crazy about it, is that, you know, she was hired him to investigate this case, including President Trump. She had the state pay him, okay? Apparently she didn't even go through the proper... A, approval process for this guy who was not has never prosecuted a Rico case before. So it begs the question, she paid him, really not qualified, didn't go through the proper process to get him approved. And what and they vacationed with his money, I presumably, which is the money she had him paid. So <laughs> it's such a horrible, horrible look. You have to be so lacking in judgment to do something that's stupid in a case of this magnitude, where you know it's going to come back. And now, but the only thing is, does it make the case go away? No, it doesn't make no. the case go away. It, it make a grand jury voted um, unless they find that evidence was compromised, that there were witnesses that were compromised. That's a different story. Um, it, it could also knock this prosecutor off the case, both um, perhaps. But it's 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 just you know it's just another. Another saga that is inside of a saga already, and these things just never get easier, and they get more complicated. But it's not a good fact for Fannie Willis. It makes her look really horrible, um, and it makes this prosecutor that she was brought in look worse. And you know, this is, this is not the end of it. I mean, I know, I know, I think um, Marjorie Taylor Greene has already filed a criminal complaint. Yeah. Now. For yeah, she goes to the extreme with everything, crazy, but I don't think like that's going to work either. I like it, mean, but she's not in situation here. Yeah.
0: So yeah. on the way out, um, I'm going to piss you off and the Instagram guy because I'm going back to sports. You're not going to like to hear this, Joseph Takapina, but it's time you did. And here it is. You ready? I think Pete Laviolette should make Jonathan Quick the starting goaltender ahead of uh, your god, Igor Shosturkin.
1: You know, said that's such. I, I love you. Yeah. But that is the most short sighted statement I think maybe you've ever made in the history of anything.
0: No, no, Toss Page, made. not. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Jonathan Quick's 39 years old. He's good. But when he started playing a little bit more than those once every three games, you saw the, the cracks in the armor a little bit. Jonathan Quick's an amazing, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he's a great backup goalie. Shesterkin is the greatest goalie on the planet. Who is not all having right. a good
0: year? No about I mean,
1: that. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say he's, he's not having a good year. He's, right. he's an all star just because of his numbers, his wins. But he's not having a great year. He even said that. He's a. But he's your your he's your future. I mean, he's a young guy still. You know, in 20s. Yeah. You have to build around him. You bench him yeah. now. Yeah. You know, there's a psychological effect as well. But Jonathan Quick's not your savior. You have to get Shosturkin right. By the way, I watched the game last night. That the four goals given up were not Shosturkin's goals. I mean, they were the defense was a mess last night. Yeah, they were terrible. It's it's just it's it's just I don't know. Yeah, they in a rut, boy. This is they've taken a they've 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 taken a fall from grace to put it mildly. You know, they got blown out by Vancouver. They lose to St. Louis, a team who hasn't scored more than two goals in the last five games. Um, and it's it's yeah. It's a, but listen, they're too talented. But they were missing the last night. Capo is still out. Keel Heal is still out. So. You know, they, they have to do some things, no, no doubt.
0: You know, when you went back to your seats, that uh, very nice that you gave me and Gabriel those seats during Christmas holiday to see the Rangers beat the Sabres, which they did. An amazing game. You and I were texting all night long. And and uh, the whole section and the section next to yours were going nuts that I was there. So when you got back yep. to your regular season tickets, was the crowd sitting around you disappointed it was you and not me coming back? <laughs>
1: As a matter of fact, I got a cold treatment. Like no one even looked at me. The waitress that normally brings me the water and the the, the sodas and stuff didn't oh. even come over. Um, you know, the guy in front of me who normally gives me a high five when the Rangers score didn't even turn around. So you know, I understand the game. And it was a risk I was taking when I, I offered you my seat. But now there's yeah, every time we I come in, they look and they just. Turn the heads. Away. Oh, it's, it's not Sid, it, It's tack. So, can you please come to a game with me? I'd love so I to can be accepted again.
0: I'm dying to do it. I really am. So, let's do that very, very soon. This was a uh, boy. You're great. I, I love having you on. I, I love you as a friend and a brother, obviously. But you're great on this show. So, thank you very much, Joseph. Have a great weekend, and we'll do this again next week. Terrific job. Thank you. All right, my brother, my man, my man brother. Joseph Tacopino, right there—the best defense attorney in the world.